Welcome back to the HR Tech Interviews with the HR Trends podcast. This next interview features Jess Von Bank. She works for Mercer. She's a global leader. And I'm having a conversation with her about her thoughts on 2024 and how employees can thrive. Welcome back, Jess Von Bank. Amazing, huge hit from last year's conference, and you're back. And we've had the most amazing <laughs> Tuesday night kickoff. Um, you're our second speaker. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. The energy in here is incredible. Yes, yes. And it's so tell us, you've been here today, kind of in a lot of sort of analyst meetings. Like, yeah. Tell us what you've been up to today. Yeah, so the interesting, since I spoke with you last yes. year at this time, something rather interesting has occurred in yes. that LeapGen has joined forces with Mercer. Yeah. Uh, and so I get to wear, that means a few things we can talk about, but one of them is that I get to wear an analyst hat every so often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been in a lot of meetings today with everybody on this show floor mm-hmm. who's bringing innovation to uh, to the market, and the conversations we're having are, are really interesting mm-hmm. about how far the innovation is taking us and where customers are actually at in our ability to consume all of the, the all of it's, it's sort of like the fire hose of, of stuff that's coming at them. Yeah. Anyway, that's been my day so far. Is all of those conversations? It'll be really yeah. interesting to see how it all plays out this week. What what moment do you think we're in? Because since last year, I mean, obviously generative AI is like kind of blown up in the world in terms Isn't of tech. Isn't crazy to think that we were all at this conference last year. Yeah. Nobody put the words together, generative AI. It wasn't right. a thing. It was a thing no. for somebody in some developer's basement who was building all of this stuff, yes. getting ready to launch it upon the world. But yes. we weren't. that's how fast this stuff is happening. Right. And the, that's the pace of change. That was not yes. even a thing yes. last year when we all gathered at this conference. Now it's probably on the top list of investment and strategy for most organizations. Amazing. And tell us about what you think is going to be, what are you going to be listening for at the conference this year? Like what, you're talking about that, you know, playing the analyst role yeah. and, and that maybe disconnect between the, the level of innovation, but then the reality of yeah. work and, and where we're at. So here's the interesting I think it's a juxtaposition, and here, here's where we're at. Generative AI, let's just keep going on that, is so fascinating to people for good reason. There are a thousand use cases, literally probably a thousand use cases, and it's very sexy right now, and everybody's trying to figure out their strategy and how um, how to tell the story of generative AI and the impact on not just HR, but the business. So far, So far, what I'm hearing is how to do the same old things faster, more efficiently, perhaps more cost effectively. And and this isn't nothing against anybody who's who's out there waving the flag for this use case, but the number one use case is writing job descriptions better, faster, more effectively. Do we really need humans to, you know, reinvent the wheel every time? That's just one example. It's just an example. Mm -hmm. But my fear is that we're too short-sighted with this stuff. I hardly ever hear, or not 
often enough uh, hear about how we're actually transforming the way work gets done. Mm. It's not just about automating the same processes and workflows we've had for decades. Mm-hmm. Should the, the bigger question is, should we even be leveraging standardized job descriptions anymore? Or are those old news? Because that's not the only way to get work done. One, one person, one FTE to one standardized mm. job description. What if we deconstructed jobs mm. and thought about the way work gets done differently? That would actually um, do away with, eventually, that would do away with job descriptions as we think of them. So mm-hmm. I'm hearing a lot of AI-driven use cases around how can we do everything we've always done even faster? Right. So are we just going to repeat bad, mis- you know, old habits? Are we going to make the same mistakes? Are we ju- mm-hmm. and, and, and are we going to do it even faster, which is terrible to think about? Or yeah. are we actually going to reimagine how work can happen, how tasks can be performed? Not the same tasks, but, mm-hmm. but what are those opportunities to truly transform business and work and think about labor and what humans are actually intended to be doing. Can mm-hmm. we think about that differently? Amazing, particularly coming off the interview we just did with the CEO of Female Quotient, mm-hmm. uh, Shelly yeah. Zalist, amazing, yeah. amazing. And she was kind of um, being a positive, tr- positive troublemaker, as she put it, mm-hmm. um, of kind of encouraging HR to really, really reimagine themselves yeah. and, and be bold and, and powerful and use their, um, uh, knowing that they've historically had to do everything, <laughs> perhaps. But I'd love it. Could you look ahead a bit to 2024? What do you think might be top challenge for HR coming into 2024? Yeah, I think, I think the fact that it's one of the world's oldest professions mm-hmm. is our Achilles heel, because mm-hmm. that means we have a lot of practice doing HR the way we've always done HR. We think of HR as policing the workforce, it's a very administrative, compliance-driven function. We're not necessarily business strategists, we're not necessarily obsessed with metrics and understanding what's happening and why. Uh, that's a huge opportunity for people analytics, and we're, and we're not necessarily technologists at our core. So those are all of the opportunities HR has to um, to think about themselves and their relationship to the business differently. Mm-hmm. At a show like this, which, you know, obviously it's the HR technology conference and exhibition, so of course there are a lot of people here evaluating potential solutions to their business problems. Mm-hmm. And technology looks like a bright, shiny object. It looks like potentially the silver bullet that we might have been looking for mm-hmm. uh, to solve a, a business problem. My fear is that is that we're going to buy technology with that mindset and we're not going to understand our actual job these days is HR practitioners and strategists and advisors to the business, we actually have to be really good transformation agents. And I don't know that we know how to do transformation all that well. We're gonna implement technology and wonder why nothing changed when we actually didn't undergo a business transformation Mm -hmm. with technology as fuel for transformation. Mm. It's a complete mindset shift and it's absolutely necessary when we all read the reports about our level of customer satisfaction and customer outcomes, we're going to wonder why technology didn't solve all of our problems, and that's going to be the answer because you implemented a tool, 
you, you turned on a piece of software and you thought it would change the way humans work. It doesn't mm -hmm. work that way. You have to undertake an actual transformation, which is a huge mindset shift and vision exercise, and then you have to design the technology to fit your, your business goals and your vision. Mm. Uh, that, that's the big challenge for HR in 2024. It's, I get this real bubbling creativity. I'm sensing this real like creative time of reimagining and um, for those, yeah, who are in, into that transformation, yeah. that's exciting. And, but it's, yeah, the same old process, the same old way, it, it, that's gonna be tricky. I wanted to pick up on something you just said around, um, well, what we're talking to people about a lot is how to help employees thrive, or how to even help HR thrive. Any thoughts around what, what is gonna help people thrive in the coming year? Like you've spoken a lot about making sure all employees can be there, you know, can live real lives at work, right? Whether it's yeah. working moms or yeah. anybody. But any thoughts from you? Encourage. I think, you know, I'm probably not going to answer the way you think I'm, I'm going to answer. I think it's all about permission. I think that we feel friction in our jobs when we're trying to do something new and different because change is hard. Are we naturally wired for change? You could argue either way on that one. And it feels like being a disruptor is, um, is, is draining. Like we're rowing uphill, we're, you know, we're fighting a current, uh, getting alignment among stakeholders is a challenge. I mean, even look at all the words that I'm using when I describe this. And so when I say transformation, I actually mean a little bit of a revolution and quite a bit of disruption. And that sounds hard, that sounds, uh, like a slog, <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. ah, okay, I guess I'll do this work because it's necessary. And I wish if we helped humans thrive, if we could just wrap our minds around that a little bit differently, mm. that we get to do this work. Mm. We get to align around a new vision where people stand to win, where humans are the winners of this game that we're playing. And if we look at that as, um, as exciting mm -hmm. and necessary that this is happening in our lifetimes and during our careers. In fact, this could be the most career-making moment a person has if you think about it the right way. Mm. I feel like, when I think of myself personally, I feel like that's a way different mm -hmm. MO. That's a way, uh, way different, you know, a way of operating that sounds more exciting, it sounds invigorating, it actually sounds energy giving rather than energy taking and I so I think if we could rally if that could be our rally cry around getting to do this work in this time and place that's like we're literally changing work for future generations we're making work better for my kids and everyone's kids we'll look back if we do this right we could look back at this moment and say this was the pivotal moment wow Goosebumps, alert. <laughs> that was awesome. Final question, we did this to you last year and we asked you what is your word for the new year? So for 2024, a word for HR or maybe for all, everyone. <laughs> what is your word? I know last year I said human yeah. and part of me wants to say it again, <laughs> but that feels too safe. Yes. It feels a little too safe. I've just, yeah. I've got to ask everybody to, to feel a little bit punk Next Ooh, year. 
punk. Just a little bit punk. And for all of the reasons I just said, mm-hmm. it's literally a mindset thing. If you give yourself permission to just be that, like, like just lead a little revolution. It can even be on your team. Mm-hmm. It can be inside your business. It can be at scale. But if you can just think of yourself as a little bit more punk than you are, <laughs> I promise it will change your own mood and mindset about the work there is to be done. Yeah. I talked a lot about revolution and transformation and yeah. you know, it's not just about p- putting in a piece of technology or mm. flipping the switch on a new tool or piece of software. If you understand that humans have to win, the workforce needs to be better off than it is today at the end of this work. Whatever your project mm. is, whatever program you're responsible for, whatever technology you're, you're here mm-hmm. to, to evaluate and come home with recommendations, mm-hmm. how can the people in our business thrive, win, change the way we all go about our daily lives and that happens to include work? If you can come in with that mindset, uh, I think that makes a big difference. Amazing. What an opening for the HR Trend Podcast Studio at HR Tech 2023. Jess Von Bank, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And punk might be my favorite word, even though we've just begun. (laughs) Thanks so much. I love it. Thank you. Unum is a registered trademark and marketing brand of Unum Group and its insuring subsidiaries.